Ready, set, go! Welcome to the EV Diaries, your home for EVs in small town America. Now, I have been criticized in the past for saying that EVs are a political football. And maybe in the way that the structure is with our government and the powers that, it, that be and everything from local to national politics, uh, maybe not. And especially in certain states that I don't live in, you know, EVs are more commonplace and they're just accepted. That being said, let me tell you about some of the conversations that I've been in here in just the last, oh, week to 10 days. So my friend Matt, who uh, is my best friend, we hang out all the time. He is friends with a ton of people on Facebook. Now, if you've ever tried to friend me on Facebook, you know I just don't do Facebook. Um, I think Facebook is actually destroying our society, but that's beside the point, and that's a conversation for another day. Anyway, um, so he's on, and there's uh, back and forth between a couple of people just absolutely deriding EVs. I mean... You know, they said, yeah, they're all nice and pretty, but but what if I want to go on a trip and yada, 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 yada. And, you know, Matt's driven my car. He's ridden in my car. Um, and I was with him when he was reading all this. So he started just, you know, defending EVs, which is, you know, that's cool. Um, so they're just going back and a couple of them are, people that he goes fishing with every year down to Alabama, which where they go fishing 250 miles or so. And I'm sitting here, you know, they were worried about charging and being able to pull a boat down there and, and everything. And I'm just like, well, I said, we have to wait and see exactly how these 300, 350 mile batteries are going to do towing a boat. Um, and you've got to go over, a few uh, mountains to, to get to Alabama from here. Anyway, I said, the thing is, what they don't realize is that a 300 miles uh, range on a truck is more than enough to get you there and back without stopping. Well, to get you there without stopping. You'd have to charge down there. I said, also, you've got DC fast charging in Knoxville, which would... You know, it was just about an hour and a half away. Make a good pee break. You can charge there and and be on your way and anywhere from 30 minutes an hour, depending on your state of charge. You get down to Chattanooga, which Chattanooga has a Volkswagen plant and Electrify America. Uh, you know, they had to pay all these, these billions of dollars and half of that went to infrastructure. And that's why the Electrify America system is is set up well there's dc fast chargers in chattanooga you're only looking about hour 15 minute drive between knoxville and chattanooga and then onto the lake is another i don't know 45 minutes or so 
So I'm sitting here studying on this. I said, well, you know, if you can't make it all the way, you can stop in Chattanooga. And I don't care who you are, driving four or five hours in a car, nonstop, uh, you know, I've got to stop. I mean, I do get something to drink. I guess I, I could do it if I absolutely had to do it. But nine times out of ten, I'm going to stop. So it's, it's sort of stupid for this to be their argument. You know, how much longer is it going to take? Uh, maybe 10, 15 minutes longer than it does now. Because I know they stop for gas. I know they're they're driving these pickups that get 17 miles to the gallon. I mean, it's just it's a no-brainer um, that this would would fit, you know, right into that. So I was helping Matt make these arguments on Facebook, and you know, these people, and I hate to say it because they're probably Gen Xers. I'm a Gen Xer, um, and they were probably, you know. A, if you've ever been around any baby boomers, they're sort of set in their ways. Um, not good with technology, but they, well, I mean, and I'm talking vague generalities. Don't be sending me emails telling me how, you know, there's a 75-year-old computer programmer that's, you know, developing apps and as a side hustle. Uh, I'm not talking about these people. I'm talking about just your regular male general population. And so, okay, boomers are setting their ways. Gen Xers, I've started noticing that I'm getting set in my way. And, I mean, I'm not on the bleeding edge of technology like I once was back in my 20s, 30s, and even my 40s. Now, I still keep up with stuff. I mean, for goodness sake, I've got podcasts uh, talking about EVs. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm fairly current, up to date. And, you know, I've got a TikTok. There you go. Put that in your pop and smoke it, all you naysayers. I've got a TikTok. Uh, I'm going to start doing some EV content on TikTok, too. Right now, it's mostly about adult beverages and me drawing and stuff like that. But that's a digression. Anyway, so I was I was making the argument that, you know, you could, you could take... An F-150 Lightning, because, you know, this is what these guys are going to gravitate towards. They're not going to go for the Rivion or or definitely not the Cybertruck. But anyway, um, it from the conversation, it sounded like about 10 against 1 and Matt being the voice of reason. Um, but I was like, you know, they could drive all the way, assuming the boat's not going to drain the battery too bad. Um, but they, they could make it all the way. Put the boat in the water, trickle charge, because where they stay is a cabin, it's lakefront, it's got a dock, so they just go get in the boats, they go to do their fishing thing, they come back. You know, the truck doesn't move except for maybe going to town to eat, and a lot of times they just cook. So if you think about that, you could go take this truck, drive all the way to Alabama, put your boat in the water, plug it up, stay there a week, it's ready to go when you come back. There's not necessarily the need for infrastructure with that kind of range where they're wanting to go. Now, again, you know, you're going to go cross country on this, you better plan your route because you got to find the chargers. But as far as 
you know, the argument they were trying to make, I thought it was just sort of stupid. I guess I'm saying all this to make the point is there is in a lot of states that are not progressive or as progressive as, say, California, Colorado, Maryland, Oregon, some these these Zev states, I guess, um, and the ones that are, are coming online even more so, um, states that are not progressive, um, you know, they're 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 ignorant now I'm not saying they're stupid although there's a lot of stupid people around here but they are just ignorant to the possibility and you know even today I was uh, I went to Walgreens had to pick up some things guy came out I rolled my windows down because it's nice day except I think it's trying to rain right now but uh, I'm rolled my windows down and you know to maximize my my gas mileage and guy just looks at me and he goes electric i'm just like absolutely and i started a conversation and i was telling about you know all all the, all the benefits because i drive a city car in small town america i mean i am absolutely in in bfe and that's probably a phrase only people around here know but anyway i drive a car in a rural environment that is designed for a city commuter. And it suits my needs. Now, would it be nice to be able to jump in the car and go 300 miles without charging? Uh, yes, but it's not absolutely necessary. And uh, that's, that's what most people don't believe. And again, it comes back to gas pump thinking and... I'm going to step on some toes, but I'm going to do it anyway. There's a lot of these people, and I'm not I'm not criticizing anybody's beliefs. I'm not um, political affiliation, whatever. But I'd say there's a lot of these guys making this uh, this opinion that are being based on the perception that it's an environmentalist greeny thing and that they're not going to stand for it. Now, I'm also not probably going to step on some toes, but these people, it's a wonder they weren't at the Capitol on January 6th. Uh, and who knows, some of them may have been. Um, but that is, you know, maybe that's not what you're seeing in your state or where you're from. Um, I think I actually have people live that live outside the United States that, that listen every once in a while, so it might not even be your entire country. But this is what I'm facing where I'm at. I mean, last time I talked about the diesel pickups, and here I am talking about political ideologies that are, in my area, hampering the... Um, just the progression of EVs in general. Now, the um, more affluent, because you know we've talked about EVs being perceived as an affluent vehicle thing, um, a status symbol. Um, yeah, some of the the EVs that uh, are around here, most of them are Teslas, and most of them are. Um, 
affluent, upper-middle-class people that own them. Um, and I won't say that they're, they're more educated because that would just be, be um, foolish as well because I know a lot of people that uh, didn't finish high school that are millionaires, and then I know a lot of people that have more letters than the alphabet after their name that are living in a double wide. So, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. We are the resort result of all of our choices. But the point I'm trying to make is that the more educated, more informed, and I think I'll go with that. It's not education. It's the more informed people of means are buying EVs and loving them. And a lot of them are buying it for the, the novelty, for the nameplate, for the status of it all, and being surprised by it. Now, like I said, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of reasons to drive an EV. There's the environmental aspect of it. You know, for me, I just thought it was more economical. That was my biggest motivation. Um, of course, I'm not all for destroying the planet. And then there's some people that drive them for the simple fact that it's sort of become a status symbol. It's uh, um, that, that whole myth that it's only for the affluent. Um, they're, they're feeding into that. So anyway, uh, I guess I've, I've sort of went on a rant and a tear. But, you know, this, this is what am I learning and, and how am I dealing with EVs and how I'm trying to educate people about EVs. So there you go. Um, this is sort of what I'm going with. So I guess my um, just final note on that is um, don't let the myths prevail. Um, and if you've got any experience, stand up and deliver. Um, tell people about your experience, you know. Um, that uh, it was sort of funny. Uh, my my buddy Matt, he said, he said, yeah. He said uh, his EV is only designed to go about 90 miles, but he said I guarantee it can pull that boat a lot easier than your truck. <laughs> and uh, I don't know what kind of truck this guy has. Obviously, uh, you know, trucks are pretty daggone powerful. But yeah, my car pull a trailer. Ain't no ain't no doubt about it. Um, okay, so. I guess that's rant over. Um, I did mention I do have a TikTok. I am posting EV content, but, you know, I want my car to look really nice. So, uh, like this morning, I ran through the car wash, and before I could get home, it's rained. So, I'll have to run through the car wash and, and do it again. Um, but, anyway, if uh, you are on TikTok, um, you can follow me for my, my other adult content, which is uh, at Ben Stoodle. Um, so, there you go. Uh, you know, just um, just remember that the, the EV revolution is here, and the general masses, especially in small-town America, are uninformed, and it is our job as the EV community to turn these perceptions around because we know it's a fun ride.